We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are already at week five of the NFL. Seems crazy to think about that, but uh, it's Friday morning. We're talking DFS for the Sunday slate. All coming up next in the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Happy Friday morning, everybody. Welcome to the Roadwire Fantasy Football Podcast. The Friday DFS version will be covering the entire Sunday slate, all from a DFS angle, talking prices, tiers, players, values, chalk, whatever uh, whatever comes up in DFS, we'll be talking about it this morning. I am Scott Jensen, joined as always on Friday mornings by Ryan Balanji. Uh, if you could please rate or review the podcast, we do really appreciate that. Helps uh, people find us, helps uh, us a lot in a lot of ways. If you enjoy listening to us and you can take a few minutes to leave, leave some stars, that would be fantastic. We really appreciate that. Ryan, we're at week five already. How is everything in your world? Oh, yeah, everything's good. You know, just, just busy. We got NFL in full swing, soccer yep. too. Um, how is, I don't know. It's a great. How's, how's soccer going? Yeah, soccer is going well. There's Champions League this week, Premier League every weekend. So you know, this is a great time of year. Gambling on something every day, basically. How's my boy Pulisic doing? Oh, actually, he started great oh, in nice. Italy. Um, yeah, that was a great signing. You know, he, he's he's so good, and he kind of got stuck in the mud at Chelsea. It wasn't his fault. Every player did. You know, that's kind of right. a disaster club for the last couple of years. So, yeah, great for him to get out of there. He's at one of the biggest clubs in Italy, and, yeah, he started oh, nice. well, scored nice. some really nice goals. All right, well, we'll flip to football before I yell at to talk in other sports. But, uh, <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good, like, 30-second quick uh, quick news news hit, though, on Felicic. I like it. We have got uh, we got buys this week, right? We made it, we got a shorter slate, but I think it's uh, it's actually a fun one. We have uh, we have like four or five games that have a total over forty five. We have a couple games in the fifties. So we don't have it like the last couple of weeks. We had that you know one game that was in the fifties and everything else was low, and there was the the one kind of obvious game. We got a lot of games uh, that uh, that are that the projection to have a few points at least. So that's that's a good thing, and not many. I think there's only one that's under under 40 that Raven Steelers game is 38 uh, pretty gross there but uh we got six games early four games late it's funny that we have more game or less games and they finally put some more games in the afternoon slate uh we got teams on buys we got the Browns the Chargers the Seahawks and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on buy and we have an extra off slate game again this week we got the the Jags and Bills in London we got uh the Bears in Washington last night actually a pretty high scoring uh back and forth I don't know why I call back and forth because Washington didn't do quite do enough but uh, a lot of stats in that game DJ Moore went absolutely crazy um we have your packers against the raiders on monday night 
we got the biggest game of the weekend, Cowboys-Niners on Sunday night. That should be a really, really fun game. Uh, off the slate, so we won't talk about it a lot, but uh, I'm fired up for that one. Yeah. Are you feeling pretty good about your 49ers? I feel pretty good. Yeah, me too. I mean, they look awesome. Yeah. They, um, they do. I mean, there's there's going to be some bumps in the road here. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's the NFL season. Everybody uh, everybody has some some hiccups and stuff. But uh, – they are uh, they're they're playing pretty well. Uh, they they haven't played the toughest schedule yet. They did play the Rams, who are pretty good, and they played Pittsburgh, who we, may, we might figure out is not very good. Um, but so they haven't really. Yeah, they they play the Giants in Arizona. All those Arizona's a little spicy, but um, they haven't fully been tested yet. This will be the first real test. It'll be really interesting to see what because uh, last year in the playoffs, this game was like nineteen to twelve. I think like both defenses really did well. Um, I think both offenses probably are better right now. So it'll be really interesting to see what uh, what it looks like. Uh, the Niners have had the Cowboys number in the playoffs the last couple of years, although Dak is making it against the, in the regular season. But uh, Dak seems fired up about this game. He, like midweek, he was like, yeah, someone mentioned the 49ers. He got all fired up, like, thanks for making this more uh, more vo- motivation this week. I'm like, I don't think you really need more motivation for this game. Shouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Purdy's really impressed me. Yeah. Um, and obviously McCaffrey's looked amazing. Ayuk has looked great. And then they just have yeah, – they're just – Debo and Kittle – are almost not, you know, you don't want to say afterthoughts, but they're just, they're there too. The Niners offense looks amazing. Yeah, Ayuk is a superstar. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, it's happening. It's uh, and another team. He'd probably be putting up monster, monster numbers, but still really good. But man, he's, he's awesome. But uh, let it, let's jump into this slate. I could talk Niners Cowboys the whole time and nobody would be happy if I did that, but it uh, should be a really fun game. We have, uh, we have three games with some high totals. I, I call high over 47, but they're over 48 this week. Um, we have Chiefs Vikings at 52 and a half in the afternoon. We got uh, we have Eagles at the Rams, so two games over 50 that are the, in the in the later uh, the later section of the of the games on Sunday. Eagles Rams at 15 and a half. They're the Giants and Dolphins. Uh, one team has the the higher total in that one, but uh, 48 and a half. Uh, do you have a game that you are like this is the one I'm attacking this week? Uh, these three games is there one that really jumps out to you like the, that's the one I want to stack this week? Mm, <clears throat> yeah, it's interesting. I think. This is like the first week I can remember where none of these games really interest me in terms of stacks. Wow. Um, just All right. Like, let me explain. So the the Vikings, uh, the Vikings Chiefs game, 52 and a half total. I mean, the Chiefs are just really hard to stack, first of all. Mahomes is 8,200 and Kelsey's 7,600, the most expensive yep. at their positions. And not only that, they, they haven't shown ceilings yet. I believe Mahomes is... QB nine at the moment. Um, he hasn't topped 25 points. Kelsey hasn't topped, I don't know how many, 70 yards or so in even going back to last season. And I mean, you need big ceilings out of these guys for those price tags. Yeah. And the other thing, you know, we're talking about stacks. So if you talk, if you stack the chiefs, you would want to run it back with Jefferson. I mean, how do you do that when he's 9,400? I mean, so you can stack that game, but um, it's just, it's really tough. I mean, you're going to have to go for some thin value and, you know, those chiefs wide receivers, we always talk about how they're a nightmare to decide and maybe you yeah. play them, maybe you don't. Um, but yeah, so then the next game, that Eagles Rams game, that looks good too. Um, but you have Hertz and AJ Brown. They're, they're both eight K really expensive. Okay. So you can do it, but then you run into the problem of Cooper cups coming back this week. Um, at least he's expected to. He's been practicing all week, and there was a report this morning that said he's going to play. So what happens with Puka then, who's really expensive? You got a yeah. big price hike. And yep. so so who are you going to run your expensive Eagle stack back with? Or on the other side, who are you going to pair Stafford with? 
it's just that that one's tough too. Um, so then below that, yeah, the Dolphins game, I would say I have the most interest in um, out of those three just because the, the Dolphins offense is so good. Um, yeah. And, you know, A-Chain, A-Chan, sorry, A-chan. Um, six touchdowns in the last crazy. two games. Yeah. Uh, crazy. 84 fantasy points in that span. So he looks really, really good. And he, he out-touched or out-snapped Mostert last week, um, 38 to 29, I believe. So it's just tough on the Giants side then because, you know, they have a 17-point total and, you know, everybody saw them look awful. Um, you know, who are you going to run it back from the Giants with? Maybe Wandale, who we'll talk about, but Wandale's probably going to be pretty popular, yep. which is fine. Um, but, you know, there's not too many ways to go in that game either. You can play Daniel Jones. People are going to play Daniel Jones, and I understand that. He's a good price. Um, you know, he struggled too, but people remember he was on all the winning lineups in week two when he scored 35 points or whatever against Arizona when they were coming from behind. Um, so yeah, I think out of those three, you know, those first two are just so difficult to stack for me. I mean, of course there are other ways to do it, but I guess I'd have to say the dolphins. Um, what about you out, out of those games? You uh, you laid that out really well. It was funny because I was like, of course, Chiefs Vikings. Then I realized that it was most expensive quarterback, tight end, and receiver. It just doesn't it just doesn't work. Like you can, we'll talk about Wandell later. You could play some cheap guys, but yeah, it's really uh, it's really tough. Um, you know, last week I, I I went I went Allen Diggs, which obviously worked out really well. And back I couldn't get Tyreek, but back with Waddle. But it was tough to it was tough to build after that. Like you really had to get cheap, and there were there were ways to go, but. You know, even if those expensive guys go off, it's really hard. You mentioned it's really hard to build kind of the rest of that lineup. Um, Dolphins is interesting because, I mean, they have so many guys, but you got to pick the right ones. Like, it, it, the, the game last week was wild because A-Chan scored twice in the first quarter, whatever it was. It was, it was back and forth. I think the first five drives of the game had touchdowns. I don't think the Dolphins scored a touchdown again. It was like the Bills D just kind of figured out how to get pressure on Tua. Um, so it's interesting to see like the bills have the talent to do that, but they, but a little bit of a, a little bit of a script about how you, you, how you can mess with two a little bit. I don't know how many teams can actually, uh, you know, talent wise get there, but scheme wise, they kind of showed how to, uh, how to do it. You mess up his timing and they, they were all messed up, but yeah, that's probably my favorite of the three. Uh, you know, you can come back. You mentioned Wandale though. I think you're right. Anybody that plays dolphins could play him. He's three thousand this week. He's going to be very popular. I think he's a pretty easy click at uh, at three thousand with the uh, you know playing a lot more last week. I think that uh, you're right on that one. I would probably go Eagles Rams. Although if Cup doesn't play, I think it becomes a, a, just amazingly easier to do it. I think you can go you go Stafford and Puka. You can throw Higby in there, and then you come back with uh, with AJ or Devontae Smith. I think it stacks pretty well on that side. Um, I think the Rams are going to throw the ball a ton. I don't think they're going to. I think they're only going to try to run the ball that much against the Eagles. The Eagles are good against the run. Uh, I think that uh, Stafford will be able to figure out. He gets the ball out quick, which kind of neutralizes what the Eagles do well in pass defense. Um, they can't cover. They don't cover great, but they really rush well. And I think that Stafford gets the ball gets rid of the ball so quick. For Stafford, it probably helps with cups there. But in terms of us as DFS players stacking it, it helps a lot if he's not because we just don't know. You know, if he's active, is he playing 25 snaps? Is he playing 60? McVay's pretty much said that if he plays, he's full go. But, you know, I don't know how much we believe that coach speak. But uh, you're right. For three games that are high totals, it's uh, it's kind of a tough puzzle to figure out how to stack these games. Yeah, it is. And it's it seems like Cup's going to play. And I don't know about you, but I'd expect, you know, I expect more than half the snaps, you know, two-thirds yeah. of the snaps. And, you know, he's not going to play. He's he's not coming out cheap either. What is he, 8,600? Like, he's coming – he's coming out – I don't know how you play. I don't know how you click his name. We talked about right. him playing, but 
I don't think I, I don't think I play him at eighty six hundred either way. No, me either. I, and and I agree that 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 game looks the best, as in you know both teams passing and back and forth. I just I just don't know what you do from the Rams side. Maybe maybe Tyler Higby. You know, I know we I, talked I about know. Higby and he was he was you know active again last week, but I think that Cup bites into his targets too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. It'll be really fascinating to see what, what like Puka's stat line looks like if Cup plays. Like, is this like he played Cup spot and just kind of uh, went into what he would get, and then it's, you know Cup, and then he's an afterthought? Or are they going to kind of both be really involved? It's a really fascinating mix to see what this looks like with Cup playing. It is because you know he could Puka's targets could he could still get a ton of targets, and maybe they just take them all away from Tutu Atwell and Van Jefferson yeah. and Tyler Higby, and you know maybe it's just the Cup and Puka show. It could be. It's been a wild run for Puka. I saw a bunch of stats where he has a more catches than the other rookies, like all the big the, the big four rookies combined that were drafted a receiver. It's been uh, it's been a wild run. He had the walk off touchdown last week against Indy, so it's uh, it, it's been wild. It's uh, it, I never thought we'd get uh, we'd get Puka Nakua up in you know AJ Brown and Jamar Chase and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown's price range by week five. It's pretty crazy. Um, we got some games in the middle here. We've got uh, four games that are uh, 43 to 45 on the total. This is usually a good spot where you can kind of find some uh, find some angles here. Um, we've got Panthers and Lions at 45. We've got Bengals and Cardinals at 44 and a half. We have Jets and Broncos at 43 and a half. Titans, Colts at 43. Is there a game in this uh, this medium range that you like to you know uh, maybe go maybe go over the total? And we get some we get some back and forth going. Yeah, um, I, and I, I kind of hate to say it because I feel like I'm always talking about it, but I, I'm gonna I gotta say Bengals Cardinals. Um, you know, weird, Burrow. it's a weird it's a weird game, right? Because like I, at first I was like, oh, I don't want any part of this Bengals offense anymore. I'm done with it. And then I got into the game and I'm like, boy, this game can get back and forth a little bit. Yeah, and it's that plus plus the fact that Burrow is he's the cheapest he's been priced in two years now, down to sixty two hundred. For, uh, for good for good reason, by the way. He's for good reason. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I could have talked myself off of this game, and I still might, but if T. Higgins ends up being out, you know, it just becomes, you know, everything condenses even more around Chase, yeah. Mixon, and you can even throw Boyd in there. Um, and Chase's price tag is still down, you know, because they've struggled and he hasn't had big games. But, you know, against this Arizona team, it be a smash spot for chase i think at 7900 um it would open up tyler tyler boyd would become pretty good value you'd think with with t higgins out um can even bump mixing up a little and then on the arizona side i actually think there's decent value on that side um even josh josh dobbs uh for 5200 he's been legit impressive legit impressive and he's running a little bit and you know i don't even mind playing him in that game because uh, Hollywood Brown is underpriced 5k yep. for a number one wide receiver. He's had 10 targets in two of the last three, two touchdowns already. You can play Michael Wilson, who looks great. He had two touchdowns last week. I mean, you can play Zach Ertz if you want. I mean, we always say it. Uh, I haven't been playing Ertz, but you know, the tight ends don't look great. Those punts don't look great. And Ertz saw double digit targets again. Um, so I don't know, like, we we talked about the those first three games and they all have players who are really expensive and this game has players who are really cheap. So it, like I know the Bengals have been bad, but it's one of those where I probably just play it and just, you know, close my eyes and cross my fingers that the <laughs> Bengals play well, you know? Yeah. And it, the funny thing is if you do it in a certain way, you don't even need the Bengals to play that well. You just need Chase to get fed more than anything. Like I don't 
I, I'm pretty I'm pretty secure of the fact that uh, I, I think Burrow is obviously not fully healthy, but it's weird that he's just so bad down the field. Maybe he just can't plant. Maybe he's worried about getting hit, but like he's the worst quarterback in the NFL, like on passes over or whatever is 20 yards. I saw a stat earlier, but it's just the, the number of stats that are wild on him that uh, it's just everything down the field has been really, really bad. Here's a stat on throws 10 yards and more downfield burrows 11 of 38 with two interceptions. Yeah, it's just honestly, it's it's shocking to me yeah. because I thought he was one of the best in the league at, at that, you know. So yeah, yeah it's yeah, I, I think it's just a matter of you know not being able to move, not being able to trust that, not being able to sit there and kind of take that hit and throw it downfield. But he's got twenty six point four uh, passer rating on those throws, which is dead last in the NFL. And there's some there's some bad quarterbacks out there too. It's uh, it, it's pretty wild. They've punted on fifty two point three percent of their possessions. And so that brings up another great point in that. The Bengals are going to be pretty popular. Some of some of the Chase, Chase and um, Boyd would be if Higgins is out too, and even Mixon yeah. will get some ownership. Yeah. I don't. So will I some don't, of those Cardinals. I don't, so, I don't think Higgins is playing. By the way, right? Okay, so I just want to say, if you if you're off the Bengals, you know, and out on this offense, it's still a great time. It's still a, it's a great time to fade them because they're going to be more popular. This is only a ten game slate, and you really notice it. You really notice it only being ten games instead of twelve or thirteen, yeah. and it's just going to keep that Bengals ownership pretty high. So if you're you know considering fading the Bengals, that is that's also a good move. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting point. You're right. It, the, we take two or three games off. It's amazing how fewer options. You wouldn't think so, but you look at the games that are off. I mean, you got Cowboys, Niners, Packers. Uh, Bills, like there's just a lot of big name guys in those games. There's, there's, yeah. some, there's some high level games that are you take a lot of guys off this slate uh, pretty quickly. And it's, especially with some of the duds on here, you know, you have that 38 point total Ravens Steelers game, 39 and a half total Saints Patriots game, just some other ones that are tough Falcons, Texans, Titans, Colts. I mean, so it just it gets narrowed down pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Ted in the chat mentioned Brees Hall. That's a good segue over to Jets Broncos. How do you feel about this game? The Broncos have. The worst defensive DVOA team DVOA in in through four weeks uh, since uh, Football Outsiders. It's Aaron Chat or Aaron Schatz has been doing that since uh, the last forty years. They have the worst defensive DVOA in the in through four weeks in forty years. This defense is horrendous. It's not just that Miami game. I know it's skewed a little because they get seventy points, but they've been awful uh, pretty much every week. How do you feel about Jets Broncos? It's weird. Like you don't really like a lot of players in this game, but man, both the the Broncos defense is terrible. Um, maybe it gets a little back and forth because the Broncos are going to have to throw, but the Jets defense is pretty good. Um, how do you feel this game works out? Yeah, I think I can get behind some Jets here. Um, yeah, the Broncos are always <laughs> things, so tough. Things because, I didn't think we'd be saying uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you, just, you don't know who to t- pick, but I mean, you mentioned the, the Broncos' Swiss cheese defense. And, so uh, you know, we saw a rejuvenated Zach Wilson kind of tear up the Chiefs uh, the other night. And do you have to be? Uh, do you have to be rejuvenated at some point to be rejuvenated? <laughs> well, I mean, he must have been at some point to, to be as <laughs> yeah that high we saw, of a draft pick. We saw, pick, we, saw, I guess. we, saw B, we saw BYU Zach out there a little bit, right? And uh, Garrett Wilson had fourteen targets. So wow, I mean, no. you know, we, we we've seen what other offenses. You know, we just saw what the Bears were able to do, and every offense that has played uh, the Broncos and. Wilson's 4,900. You know, I don't know that I'm going to get there, but I don't know. If 4,900 scored you 20 fantasy points, you could do a lot with that. Um, and just to be, yeah, just, I, to be, just to be totally clear, Zach Wilson's 4,900. Garrett Wilson's 6,000. Sorry, my bad. Zach yeah, no, Wilson's 4,900. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, it's really cheap for a quarterback. Yeah, 
you know, that's viable against a bad defense. Um, I also have some interest in Brees Hall. You know, obviously, you know, it got reported that he's no longer on a snap count or whatever. You know, I don't know how much that necessarily means. I'd like to think it means something. I don't know. You know, it's probably it's wishful thinking on my part. Uh, I have a lot of Brees Hall in best ball and even in in the few season long leagues that I played. But I don't know. This is a good spot for him if they're really going to unleash him a little. What do you think? Uh, I love Bruce Hall this week. I think the price is right. I think uh, I want them to unleash him too, but the the fact with him is they don't need to fully unleash him for him to work. Like he's a guy that can hit a big, he he only had, was it six carries last week? We had a 43 yarder in there, man. The Broncos defense is just so bad. You got to figure they, they figured out at some point and aren't this bad, but man, I'm going to, I'm going to ride it until you do. But I think that, uh, I think that we're going to need some cheap guys. I think that, that Hall is uh, really interesting. We'll talk about, we talked to running backs. Um, Three games of the low total, just real quick. Texans at Falcons is 41 and a half. The Falcons offense has been just abysmal to watch. Desmond really looks bad. They don't get the ball to the right guys. It's been it's been frustrating. Bijan Robinson looks good, but that's about it. Uh, Saints-Patriots, a game that five years ago would have been fun, but that game is a 40-point total with some ugly quarterback play by both those guys last week. Mac Jones was horrendous, got benched last week in the third quarter. Derek Carr. The, the the Derek Carr to Alvin Kamara line was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. He had 13 catches for 33 yards, which is I looked at it like twice. I'm like, I'm sure that's wrong. I mentioned it was, I was I was like maybe 13 targets. I looked again at 13 catches. And then Raven Steelers is down at 38, a sign that the um the sign that the the Steelers offense is not very good and the Ravens defense is pretty darn good. Yeah, you feel like you know, pe- people in PPR league stole one last week with Kamara. Uh like they, that offense did nothing. Yeah, if you ever if you ever want to argue against PPR as a format, Alvin Kamara is like Exhibit A. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so don't really have too much interest in any of those three games apart no. from I might be I might try to get up to Bijan, uh, but we'll talk about him when we when we talk about running backs. Yeah. All right, let's get let's jump into uh, into players and stacks and stuff like that. But first, a note from our sponsor, Rival Fantasy. If you're looking for a place to play head-to-head fantasy football games without the huge tournaments, salary caps, or complicated game types, then Rival Fantasy is where you want to play this NFL season. From a twist on a classic game with Fantasy Bingo, where players generate a lineup to complete achievements and get bingo, to head-to-head fantasy challenges, where you'll pick which of two players will score more fantasy points, this is the best of fantasy sports. For the 2023 NFL season, Rival Fantasy is offering new users a $200 deposit match plus a $25 first play voucher. Rival Fantasy is so confident you'll love the experience, they're giving you money to play out of the gate. Experience the future of fantasy sports on Rival Fantasy. Become a rival today. Uh, so Ryan, let's talk about uh, let's talk about quarterbacks. It's uh, it's a week where there are plenty of quarterbacks to play. Um, who are your favorite uh, guys to stack this week? It seems like the top games you don't like uh, as much as maybe we thought you would. Um, but who do you like? Uh, what quarterbacks do you find yourself kind of moving towards? Yeah, well, you know, I do like those games. I just don't necessarily love them for dfs um if i'm if i'm at the top i like hurts though i mean how how can you not like hurts uh it's a good spot for him regardless especially you know he just seems to run for a touchdown every week it was it was good Um, to see the passing game bump up last week they had he had 316 yards you know it was we were kind of relying on the tush push scores but uh, the passing game really opened up last week nicely it did. Um, and from a cash game perspective, I don't think I'm going to get up there. I think the highest I go for cash games is is Anthony Richardson. Um, he did it again last week, despite a horrible first half. Um, still finished with 30 fantasy points. 
which is crazy because he was 11 of 25. Like he wasn't, he did, he did not pass the ball well, but he hit the big plays, hit the rushing touchdown. Um, scary to think that he didn't really play very well and had 30 points. Yep. And, uh, you know, this matchup against Tennessee, you wouldn't think they'd be able to run against them, even with Jonathan Taylor likely to return, I guess, from the, from the latest that I've seen. Um, so maybe Richardson will be forced to pass and obviously he's going to run. So I think he's good for cash games. Um, all the way down to Daniel Jones, 58. I think he's fine for cash games because he runs. They should be playing from behind. Again, you know, that there's probably some garbage time points there yep. for Daniel Jones. Um, I think you could go all the way down to Josh Dobbs if you want. Just, you know, I see he had 12 carries for 48 yards last week. He rushed for 55 the week before, 41. I mean, that's, I know it's only uh, four games, but that's a, at least a little bit of a rushing floor. He's only yeah. 5,200. Um I think those guys are fine for cash games. Uh, yeah, I don't know tournaments. I like other guys. Guys. Yeah. In who do you like? Uh, who do you like? Yeah. Who do you, like um, who, you know, who I think if you if you want to play that Vikings uh, Chiefs game, I like Cousins for sure. Yeah. And if you want to play Jefferson, you know he's ninety four hundred, so he's going to have to put up a big score to get there. And usually that big score will come with a Cousins big score. Um, so I like Cousins. Same go- same Minnesota's- goes for Tyree. Uh, Minnesota threw, no, the ball ni- Minnesota threw the ball 19 times last week, 19, and, and Jefferson still scored twice. Yeah. and it's crazy. Right. He, he's unbelievable. And, you know, you, you'd figure that they'll have to throw a lot more here. Um, so, yeah, I like Cousins and Tua for the same kind of reason. Like, if you're going to play Tyreek or even Waddle, um, Tua makes a lot of sense because if those guys smash, obviously, Tua probably does too. And he's really not that expensive. Um I don't know. Yeah, who, who who do you like for who yeah. do you like? That- Tua saves you a thousand from Mahomes and Hurts. I want to talk about Mahomes for a second. I I'm having trouble getting there. He's eighty two hundred. You mentioned that earlier. Um, he had one week last year. He's outside the top twelve quarterbacks all season. He has two already this year. Like, I wonder at some point. I mean, he's, he's unbelievably good. I wonder at some point if the receivers affect him fantasy wise. Like, I know Kelsey's there. Kelsey played a lot more last week. He's obviously insanely good. Um, but he had 230 yards, a touchdown, and two picks last week. Do you think there's a point here where, like, the receivers they just kind of like throw guys out there, like, well, it's Mahomes, he can, he'll, he'll be fine with any of them. The receivers are hurting him so far this year. They've not, they've dropped balls in week one. They have not looked good. They've not gotten open. Um, you know, he's still Patrick Mahomes. He's still unbelievably good. He's gonna have some massive games where he just makes those guys look good. But um, I think he's suffering from the receivers right now. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, he used to have Tyreek Hill. I mean, what a difference. Yeah. What a difference. I mean, what, what Tyreek can do for a quarterback. And um, obviously Mahomes can make just about any receiver look good as well. But yeah, sure. these guys, they don't really have stereotypical receivers. He's, you know, having to work with gadget guys and, you know, they've relied on Kelsey so much. He's so good, but he's also consistently banged up and not getting younger. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's just, it's, I like Mahomes, but it's tough to pay off that price tag. Um yeah, I don't know. You know, I yeah, I like Mahomes, but he's expensive, and other guys have ceilings too. While he hasn't really been showing ceilings, I, yeah, it's and tough. Mahomes and Reed are really smart too. The teams are playing these umbrella defenses because you can't you can't stop them. And then Mahomes is like, all right, I'll I'll get hand the ball to Isaiah Pacheco. He ran for 115 yards last week. So you wonder if they maybe get a little more balanced. Um, it's interesting. I'm really interested in this game because this is a game that like normally you look at, you're like, this is going to be 38, 35. It's going to be back and forth. I'm really interested to see what Kansas State looks like. I think Minnesota will play a lot of, a lot of cover two umbrella stuff and make Mahomes beat him underneath. But you know, that leads itself to Pacheco, you know, slashing people like he did 
last week. The other thing with Hertz, uh, Hertz, the other expensive guy here at 8,000. I think it's a little quiet. You know, he's had the, all the, all the short touchdowns. I think it's quietly. He does not run as much as he used to. He's had uh he's at 33 rush yards a game. And I wonder if they're at a point where they are so good. They're four and if they're like, you know, maybe we won't recall quite as many design runs for him. He's like going to hit those big scramble plays still, but you could tell that maybe they're, they're shifting their offense a little, but he's not setting up for design runs as much as he used to. Um, you know, he kind of, instead of 50 yards a game, you get 28 and that makes a big difference. Uh, his rushing floor so far is lower than it has been in the past. Yeah. Another good point. I mean, you're making me not want to play either of these two. I, uh, I actually, I actually um, really, li- I really like Hertz, but I've no, I just noticed that they, uh, they're not rushing him. And that was the way that he hit those big ceiling games before. He can still do it. I and mean, he's got Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, and he gets every one-yard touchdown imaginable. Uh, you can tell how much I love that play. But um, I, I, I wonder if the the ceilings maybe a, maybe a touch lower with the fact that he hasn't run quite as much. It's smart. Like, I don't think – you know, he's obviously proven himself now. He's not – you don't need to run him. They're so good that, you know, I, they don't need to put him at risk. And without him, you know, they don't – they're not they're not a contender without him. They And they need him. Um, I just wonder if uh, if he gets two or three less uh, rushes a game this year. No, I agree uh, like 100% with that take. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, L- Lamar Jackson right below him. He's a guy who's been running maybe a little more than, yeah. than we kind of expected. He has four rushing touchdowns the last two weeks. He looks good. Yep. Yeah, rushed for over 100 uh, in one of those games. Uh, it's a game that nobody is going to play. Uh, lowest total on the board. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Nothing wrong with Lamar. Yeah, if you want, if you want Lamar, the the lowest ownership we'll have all year. Mm-hmm. So this is the week to play him, just because that I think people still see Pittsburgh and they think defense. Although I'm not sure they're fully there, but I just think that it's hard to get back and forth this game. It's hard to see Pittsburgh. Um, you know, if it's Mitch Trubisky or whoever, maybe a quarterback. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think we know if Pickett's going to play or not yet. I, I would lean to he probably doesn't. But um, yeah, what do you do on that? We talked about Hurts. What about the flip side of this game? The other quarterback is $2,400 less than Hurts. Uh, Matthew Stafford's 5600 Should be a good game script. It's been a weird year for, for Stafford because he's looked really good. I mean, he, I think he, he makes – you watch like tape on him. Man, he makes some throws in tight windows. He looks he looks like vintage Matthew Stafford. But the touchdowns have just kind of been unlucky for him. He only has three passing touchdowns. The Rams have run for six touchdowns. So just like that's going to even itself out. You know, they just, they've had a bunch of times where they just they run the ball and at the end – uh, I think that I think that the McVay is going to build this game to throw a lot. I think he thinks that that's the way to do it. Uh, if Cooper Cup is back, it's complicated for picking who to stack him with, but um, it helps Stafford. The fifty six hundred is seems like a pretty good spot right here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I would I'd love to play it. I think you're right that they're going to throw more and probably be successful. Stafford still looks good. Just yeah, you know if if Cup if Cup somehow didn't play, I would just be all over Stafford and Puka. Yeah. And probably and throw in Higby as well. I mean, I'd be, I would, I'd be comfortable stacking that. Um, otherwise, yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you do? Because now, you know, they expect Cup to play now. So I, it's just, yeah. I, it's so tough. It is, a, it is really tough. I, uh, can you, can you play a quarterback without a receiver? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, you not, you not one, not one that doesn't run, right? Like, you, that's a, that's a, you need a rushing floor for that. Yeah, for tournaments, yeah. Like in yeah. cash games, it would it would be fine. You yeah. you could play him. Um, but yeah, like it's just too tough in tournaments. We touched a little bit earlier since we're in the cheaper range here on uh, Josh Dobbs, fifty two hundred. Um, I tell you what, I obviously watched the game the game a lot last week because they're playing the Niners. Um, he kept him in that game for a little bit. He looked pretty good against a really good defense. He made the Niners uh, work. He's been QB ten or better in two of the last three games. The Bengals D has quietly not been good either. Everybody's talked about their offense, but their D has not been good either. Um, 
Price is still really good. He's 5,200. The rushing points, as you made a good point of earlier, uh, they do they do move his floor up a little bit. He's kind of in that 50 range every week. Um, I don't know. I think that uh, the Dobbs, Marquise Brown, Jamar Chase combo kind of kind of fits really nicely. I love that. Yeah, it's a great way to start. Um, yeah, I started. I started the first tournament lineup I made. I started like that. Um, if you want to save more money, you can you can uh, go with Wilson or Ertz instead of Hollywood. You could even, you know, since you're playing Dobbs, you could even go with Boyd instead of Chase or Mixon instead of Chase. I mean, yeah, yeah, I I, I like these. I like these mini Dobbs stacks. Some in the chat. That's a tight end question. We're quarterbacks, but. Uh... Dalton Schultz or Tyler Conklin? I would play Tyler Conklin. I'm a little bit worried about Dalton Schultz snap count. He had 38 and 35 snaps the last couple of weeks. I just think that uh, if I'm going to play a tight end. He had 62 and 60 the first couple of weeks. If I'm going to play a tight end, I want him to be out there all the time. He's splitting snaps. Uh, I like the Texans pass offense, but I would go Tyler Conklin. I would go Conklin too because of the elite matchup against the Broncos. Yeah, that, there's that too. Uh, last quarterback I want to ask you about. It's weird. We haven't talked about this game very much yet. Um, Detroit Lions are a really good football team. I think it's fair to say that they are uh, they're a legit football team. They're playing Carolina. It is a great matchup. You worry about uh, game script here a little bit, but Jared Goff is 6,300, has not done a lot. He's only uh, only multiple touchdowns in one game, only over 260 yards in one game, but most of that's just because Detroit's been winning. They've been running the ball a ton. They ran the ball a crap load last, week, last Thursday night. I mean, Montgomery had 32 carries, whatever it was. We'll talk about David Montgomery in a second for sure with this game. But um, Carolina's awful against the run, so that kind of stacks up even more that way. Uh, can you get to Goff at all at 6,300? Maybe, yeah. Uh, I, I'm considering it. I mean, he's the same price as Burrow. It's a good price. I want to see what happens with Amon-Ra, yeah. Amon Ra, who hasn't practiced yet. Um, I'm, a, I'm and- a little worried. I, I wasn't worried that he didn't practice on Thursday either. I'm like, oh, boy. Honestly, I wouldn't mind that because we can get a really cheap stack then. Laporta would look yeah. like probably the best tight end play on the slate, in my opinion. And then yeah. we have Jamison Williams returning, who if St. Brown was out, I would feel comfortable taking a shot at him. Obviously, Reynolds would look really yeah, good Reynolds, in that case. Reynolds is really um, cheap, too. I think that's the way i go. I, I just wonder how many snaps Jamison will play, but Jamison is explosive. If he plays, then he can hit a big one anytime. Yeah, I just feel like he'd have to play snaps if St. Brown wasn't in there. Um, but I agree that Reynolds uh, would be my preferred option. But, yeah, it's a, it's a cheap way to go. I don't know what you do from from the Carolina side. Um, Miles Sanders is really cheap. Uh, you know, people played Thielen last week. I, don't, I can't really do that. But, yeah, I, I kind of like the Lions side. Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, it's probably the run game when we talk about We'll talk about running back in a second. Lion, Lion I want to ask you about one more quarterback. Uh, CJ Stroud is 6,000 has been really, really fun and good. Um, he was only 16 to 30 last week, but that came with three Oh six, two touchdowns. hits a big place. in Nico Collins, three straight weeks with multiple TDs and over 200 passing yards. Um, Atlanta is okay. Like YPA wise, but they don't really rush the quarterback very well. They're near bottom and sack rate. They're kind of below average and pressure. Um, we probably talked about too many quarterbacks. You probably don't know if we can get Stroud this week, but uh, he's deserved, uh, deserved mentioning. He's been really, really good. He's still only 6,000 and got receivers you can pair them with that are still not that expensive. Yeah, he absolutely deserves it. Um, I mean, how fortunate does it look for the Texans that they got Stroud instead of Bryce Young? Yeah, it's all, uh, it's only a month in, but yeah. I know that, it's early. That, I know that, it's early. That's get, that gets flipped if they draft tomorrow. But, you know, sure. there was a lot of 
CJ Stroud slander in the in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, you know, people didn't want to draft him in best ball or other leagues. And yeah, he's looked really good. Uh, you know, for this game specifically, I wish he was a little bit cheaper because the matchup Falcons matchup's not great because they play so slow. Uh, and they, you know, Ritter just is not you know, he's just not very good, not, I guess. Not, um, not, good, not good, you could yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, he's just not very good when it comes to throwing the ball. Um so yeah, I'll say no. Um, you know, it's interesting though because I do have yeah, I, I want to play Bijan. So if like if somehow the game went off, you know, it makes sense. And we saw Nico Collins just have another monster game. Yep. I think Tank Dell is interesting because it's one of those things where people were on him and then he busted yep. last week, only three targets. But you know he's gonna have these that's sort of what it's gonna be from a player like Tank Dell at the start. Um so yeah, I don't know. I could get behind it because I want to play Bijan, but it's just not a great matchup. Yeah, there's just a lot of for a, for a short slate. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are they're actually really playable. But you mentioned Bijan. Uh, let's jump to running backs. I think it's a, a good spot to a segue there. Uh, first, a note from our sponsors at Circa. It's football season at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, featuring the best pool in history, the Stadium Swim. It's a really cool place, by the way. Uh, three levels, six pools, and 143-foot uh, diagonal screen. Stadium Swim is America's favorite place to watch football, playing every game from college to the pros. Catch all the action poolside from a variety of seating options, including everything from cozy daybeds to private temperature-controlled cabanas. Stadium Swim, located at Circa Resort and Casinos, open 365 days a year. All sports, all seasons. Book today at CircaLasVegas.com. That's CircaLasVegas.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Um, so, uh, Ryan, go ahead. We got to we, uh, expensive running back is, uh, very, very, uh, meager this week. There's not a lot of names up here. B. John Robinson, 7,700, Derek Henry, 7,500. Um, it seems like you, uh, you like Bijan this week. I mean, yeah, you said it because 
the first reason is because there's just no one up here. That you, yeah. you're right. That the expensive range is is barren. You know, I don't know if we're going to get Saquon back, but you know, it doesn't really matter. You're not going to pay 8100 for him coming off an injury against Miami. So it's really just Robinson versus Henry. Um, yeah. You know, I get Henry's okay, but I prefer Bijan in this spot. It's a good spot for the Falcons. They're not going to be favored too often this season. Um, you know, and Bijan's been really impressive. Uh, he doesn't have a rushing touchdown on the season, but somehow he's still averaging 20 fantasy points a game. I mean, that's yep. really good. 200 yard games already, uh, 19 catches. He's had at least five targets in every game. And we've talked about it uh, a few weeks now that he just looks the part. I mean, he looks like an elite player. Uh, so yeah, I think he has upside for a hundred yards and two touchdowns in this spot. Maybe he breaks off a long one. Um, and then, you know, below that, when I you know, can't really play Taylor in his first game. Kyron Williams is now priced up and it's a terrible matchup. So, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll get to Montgomery. He looks like a yeah. good option, but yeah, up top, I don't know. Bijan stands out. What do you think? I, I think he stands out pretty significantly. You mentioned Saquon, like uh, regularly, I'd be like, Oh, Saquon, you know, catch a bunch of passes coming back against Miami. But man, I just don't think I could do it for 8,100 coming off the injury. The key with Bijan to me is all the stuff you mentioned. Like I, I agree with all that, but his backfield share has gone up each week too. You know, I think the concern week one was like, oh, look at Tyler Algier, who's just a pretty good player and touched the ball a lot. Um, I think they're realizing that, you know, Bijan's going to touch the ball a ton. 137 total yards last week against Jacksonville. Um, but I just like the fact that he's getting more touches. I think that – I think he clearly stands out here at 7,700. I think that uh, there's a lot of ways to get to him this week too. We've talked about a number of cheap quarterbacks. Um, it's not that hard to get to him this week. There's no there's no McCaffrey up here. There's no Tony Pollard. Like, it's just a lot of guys that are normally up here aren't playing – uh, on the slate, at least. And I uh, I think that uh, while Henry looked good last week, I think Indy is a tough run D, averaging three and a half yards per carry. Um, I think Bijan is, if you're going expensive, clearly the guy this week to play. Yeah, I agree. The mid range is uh, the mid range is where we're gonna where we're gonna find some winners this week. It is a stacked range. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna call it 5,400. Uh, we probably go down to 5,000 if you want to get spicy with Jaleel McLaughlin, but I don't think I'm quite going there yet. Um, 5,400 to 6,600 is kind of the range that I'm looking at. 6,700, I guess we could, we drop Kyron in there, 6,700. You mentioned Kyron Williams. Um, I did not play him last week. It hurt. Um, I had uh, I had Allen Diggs, and I – man, I thought we were going to have a big way. We had the we had the Carolina 100-yard touchdown. That was our sneaky, cheap defense last week. I was like, that's a good sign. Kirk Cousins throws the pick six. I'm like, we're good. Allen Diggs starts going off, but, man, I missed it running back. I played Zach Moss instead of Kyron Williams, and that really hurt. Williams is popular. Had 127 yards. So we actually looked pretty good. I was like, you know, if he gets the, the cheap touchdowns, we're in trouble. And he got those, but he also looked good. But up to 6,700 against Philly, I'm not playing it here. I would drop down to David Montgomery, who uh, 32 carries last week. Usually like, yeah, you know, big carry game. I'm worried about that. But that if he got 10 days of rest. They played last Thursday. Not a worry at all. Great matchup against a bad run D in Carolina. They're big home favorites. He scored in every game he's played. Carolina's allowing 4.9 yards per carry. 31st in the league to running backs. Uh, Montgomery's not cheap at 6,600, but man, it lines up for him to be really, really good this week. Yeah. Uh, you broke it down perfectly. Uh, great spot. Lions look great home against Carolina, 10 days of rest. Yeah. How can yeah. you not like Montgomery? He's, uh, he's, yeah, he's my favorite in that 6k you're, range for sure. You're the, uh, you're the percentage guy. You're better with this. Is he going to be really popular? Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, think he's I, gonna. No, I no, no. That's figured a, he would be, but that's. A, I, I want you're better with that. Uh, that's no. That's that's a. 
That's a good question. So I figured he would be more popular than I think he's going to end up being. Like All when right. I when I opened the slate initially, I don't know, on Tuesday or Wednesday, I thought, yeah, Montgomery's probably going to be the chalk. But um, A-Chan is also going to be popular, who's yep. 6,100. Um, going to be pretty popular after those last two games. We mentioned six touchdowns, uh, good matchup against the Giants. And then also... Mixon is going to take away some ownership, at least. I know, you know, me and you aren't Mixon guys, but he projects well with Higgins out. Um, and pe- yeah, pe- people still people do like playing Mixon in this spot. So yeah, it will just take a little bit away from Montgomery because both Mixon and Achan are cheaper. Um, so I was going to ask you before we drop down to the full Achan range. Do you think that uh, Mixon or Camara, Mixon sixty four hundred, Camara sixty three hundred, kind of right in that Montgomery range? Um, are people going to play them? What, what does one do with Kamara after last week? I mean, he had 13 catches. It was insane. Like, obviously, Derek Carr loves to check down, but, man, it was so ineffective. But he played 75% of the snaps in his first game. I was impressed by the snap count. Yeah, I should have mentioned Kamara, too. I think people are going to play both those guys. Yeah. Um, but then, which, you know, which, you, help, which helps a lot with Montgomery maybe not being as popular as we first thought. Right. Then you yeah. get to the point of, well, you can't play everybody. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to keep that ownership or Montgomery's in check for sure. Um, people are going to play all these – all four of those guys in, in the 6K range. And then some guys below, I mean, I, I'll go down. Um, you mentioned it with the Chiefs, and part of the reason why I probably won't have Mahomes is uh, I kind of want to get my exposure with Pacheco. I think, uh, you know, he had career highs rushing yards and receiving yards last week. Uh, just looked great. He's been playing. Dude, he, run, he runs hard, by the way. He runs hard. He really does. Yeah, it's noticeable. He really runs hard. Um, I think it's the way he runs, too. It looks like he's running hard, but, man, he runs hard. Yeah, and I think I, I think pairing him with Justin Jefferson is, like, that's a great way to play that game. Yeah. And then just moving on. Um, I got, I'll got. i mention James Conner. I don't think I'll get there, but I understand it. Uh, it's a it's a good spot, and he's still – it's a good spot, and he's cheap. Um, but, yeah, lower than that, I'm with you on Brees Hall. Um Miles Sanders, you could talk about. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, it's a fun range. I think that uh, I think I really, really like Montgomery. Um, H hand's hard to get away from. You mentioned he outsnapped Mostert 39 28 last week. I mean, they're home against the Giants. Like, they can run as much as they want to. Uh, New York's allowing 4.3 yards per carry. They're 30th in points to running back. Like, they just they, they don't do anything really well. All right, right Scott, now. I have a I have a quick question for you. What yeah, do yeah, you go. Think happens, what do you think happens in the fourth quarter if <laughs> Miami's up 17? No, like seriously, is that is A Chan gonna be getting those carries? It's funny because that I was gonna say the reason A Chan was so involved last week is they were trailing the whole game. I think they like him catching passes. Yeah, I think that if you really want to get sneaky, you play Mostert at 6,200. And I think if they're up in that game, I think he sees a lot of carries. I think that uh, I actually like him in the fourth quarter. I don't think I don't know if I can get there with the with the low snaps last week, but <clears throat> it's a really good point. I was going to get there. I think that Mostert is the guy that uh, gets more touches if they're ahead in the second half. Yeah, I mean, whoever it is, that's the one you want to have. And on by the team. way, Mostert can hit a big play. Easily. I know we've seen A-Chan. He's really impressive. He's fun. But Mostert's really, really fast, too. Like, they in, – in space, we forget, Mostert scored four touchdowns two weeks ago. Like, I think that uh, – that's the hard part for me with this is uh, which one of those two guys to play. They're the same price, essentially. They're $100 apart. Um, it's which guy to play. I don't think it's as, as slam dunk A-Chan as everybody else thinks. No, you, you bring up yeah. a really good point. Yeah. And the, the ownership is going to be – 
there's going to be such a disparity. Um, like and yeah, five, just, five times as many people are going to play. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And like, definitely. And what happens if the snap counts would have been reversed last week? I mean, that's really what pe- people, and like you said, you know, HN was out there when they were playing from behind. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Mostert was the guy and now they're the same price. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. And if you want to go there in tournaments. Yeah. If I played a lot of lineups, I think I'd go with a, some Mostert in there just because I think that, uh, I think it's a way to get, uh, the same offense, a similarly, you know, a similarly fast guy, but at like, a, you know, a fifth or an eighth of the ownership. Um, the other guy I want to mention here that I think is uh, playable for me, and I think will be pretty under-owned is DeAndre Swift at 6,000. I think everybody's going to want to play HN. Uh, if you go up to Montgomery, you go down to Pacheco, like you talked about. We'll talk about Brees Hall in a second. Uh, Swift still had 18 of 24 back to backfield touches last week. He had 79 yards and a touchdown. The Rams are allowing about four and a half yards per carry. I just think that I just love Swift in this offense. I think he's so talented. I think that it's hard to you can't you can't focus on the run. We talked about last week. You can't focus on the run with this team. You know, Hertz can run. They've got two stud receivers. They have a tight end that hasn't done anything, but you still got to cover him. Um, I still like Swift. I think that uh, at six thousand, um, I think he's a guy that will kind of slip through the cracks. I don't think a lot of people are going to play him. No, I don't either. That's a great call. Um, you just you, you talked me into it, actually. Yeah, that's a great call. That's a good way to get some Eagles exposure to. Just really good and has space to run in this offense. Just kind of, the, and I I like situations like that. He can hit a big one. He can score inside the twenty. I just I, I really like Swift. Yeah, that's a great call, and he's going to be significantly less popular than Eight Chan for the same yeah. price. Uh, we mentioned Brees Hall earlier, fifty four hundred. Uh, you mentioned that uh, Robert Sala said that the, the you know the reins are off, no restrictions anymore. He's he's good to go. Um, the craziest stat I have is the past three weeks. Three is the key number here. The Broncos have allowed the running back eight, the running back two, the running back one, and the running back one. That's four top ten running backs in three weeks. Obviously, the the Mostert eight chan week is in there where they were both one and two. But uh, Brian Robinson was the was the RB one when he played uh, with Tate Denver. Um, Last week was uh, – I forget who it was last week, but whoever it was was running back eight. Was it Khalil Herbert? I, I think it was Khalil Herbert. Um, they're allowing 5.8 yards per carry to running backs. That is a bonkers number. Like we always like, oh, 4.5, 4.6. They're really getting hurt on the run. 5.8 to running backs. So last in, in, in yards led to running backs. Obviously, they give eight touchdowns to, to running backs in one week. But, man, they're bad. Brees Hall can hit a big one. We've seen two big ones already. Week one, we saw a big one last week. He had a 43-yarder. He only played 26 snaps. But, man, if that jumps up to 36, like I think that Brees Hall at 5,400 um, could hit a big one, could be more involved. They uh, they could be winning. Like, I don't know if they – probably a close game. You're looking at, uh, you, know, you know, the Jets. We're not, we're not saying the Jets are any kind of powerhouse by any means with Zach Wilson. But I think it's a perfect spot for Brees Hall. If you're ever going to play Brees Hall, it's at 5,400 a cheap price against Denver. Um, yeah, I think I'm doing it this week. Me too. I'm in for sure. Uh, he's one of my favorites in the 5K range for sure. Yeah, I uh, I really like it this week. Is there anybody else you're playing down here? I mean, I mentioned Jaleel McLaughlin looked really good last week for Denver against the Jets. I just don't think – I don't think he could do it uh, for $400 less than Hall. I don't think the snap count will quite be there. He can hit a big one too, but um, the Jets' defense is still pretty good. I just – I don't think I'm doing it this week as much as he's exciting. Like, his season-long leagues to pick up this week in fab, but I don't think I'm playing for him for DFS this week. No, me either. Um, no, I don't think there's anyone else down here, but I guess Jameer Gibbs is worth mentioning. I mean, is he not? He's finally under 6K, and you know, maybe he breaks the touchdowns instead of Montgomery. I don't know. He could, but I think you're really just hoping for him to hit a big one. And I just, uh, you know, where is this hall? Like he's shown he get a big one, and I think he'll be on the field a bunch. 
Man, Gibbs is just touching it so infrequently. And I like him in the passing game, but, you know, I don't know how much they have to pass this week. Um, I'm not going with Gibbs this week. Yeah, um, 12 – I'll just say 12 touches last week. Um, and A-Chan had 11 touches last week and it's going to be chalk. So it's just kind of interesting. It, it is. I mean, he's super talented. I just uh, – Yeah, no, I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty – as someone who drafted him, I'm pretty frustrated by the usage. Yeah, for sure. How could you not be? I mean, they gave Montgomery 32 t- carries last week. Like, Unbelievable. Give, give him 25 and give seven more to Gibbs. Like, and, like, uh, going into the game, Montgomery was questionable. Like, people thought he might yeah. not even play. Remember? Yeah, yeah <laughs> 32 right. carries. Yeah. It was so long ago, I forget that. But, yeah, he was – that's right. He was questionable. But – um, let's talk, uh, let's talk receivers. Uh, we've kind of hit a bunch of them as we, as we did quarterback stacks, but, uh, we've got a lot of expensive guys this week. We have JJ, Justin Jefferson's 9,400. Tyreek is 9,000. Uh, Cooper cup, 8,600, no discount. There's no, uh, coming off injury discount with him. AJ Brown, 8,000. Jamar chase. We talked about 7,900. Amon Ra, questionable 7,800. Puka, 77. Jalen Waddle, 75. And Devonte 74. There are a lot of big names in this range. Uh, we've kind of hit all of them, so I don't know how much we need to go into it. But what uh, I feel like Chase is your favorite guy in this range, but I'm just kind of guessing based on what you've said so far because uh, Chase was my uh, my in bold guy in this range. I really like him this week, although I'm uh, I'm a little bummed. I think he's going to be more popular than I first thought. Yep, you said it all. Uh, Chase is my favorite, and he's also going to be the most popular. Um, so, you know, do, do with that what you will. It's a great spot. Um, but, yeah, he's going to be very popular. Uh, Jefferson. I, I, I like Jefferson and Tyreek. How can you not? Uh, yeah. I think Jefferson will be slightly more popular than Tyreek, uh, if that matters. Uh, going a little bit lower. Yeah, A.J. Brown or the Eagles, they'll be a little bit less popular. But, I, you know, I have some interest there. You know, if you're, if you're playing Hurts, definitely pair him with one of them. Uh, Waddle would be ultimate leverage. No one's going to play Waddle. So that was that was my question. You beat me to it. The two wide receiver twos in this range, Waddle and Devontae Smith, have not dropped in price. Waddle seventy five hundred. He was quiet last week. Price didn't drop. Maybe he went down a hundred. But Devontae Smith is still seventy four hundred. I think both these guys will be super underowned. Like it's easy to like. I just play six hundred dollars more to Brown. I'll play Tyreek. Um, I kind of like both these guys because they're just they're. I feel like they're overpriced, which is going to bring them low in ownership. They're both really really good. Uh, I, I can't play both of them. I'm trying to play one. It's probably going to be Devonte, but man, Waddle's yards per yards per catch are still really good. He's just not he's getting targeted about half as much as Tyreek, and I don't know if that. I have a hard time thinking that continues. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'm in. Uh, you know, I I don't think it's a stretch to say that either guy could be the highest scoring receiver. Yeah. I really um, like them both this week. As the, uh, the everybody's like, I'm finally. They're finally kind of not playing these guys. They haven't dropped in price. They just you look at the price tag, you're like, yeah, no. And I I really like both guys this week. Yeah, I think that's a really good call. I think you'll see, yeah, that's a really good call. I think you'll see a lot of sharp players uh playing those two guys as as the least popular in this whole range. Yeah, I like uh, I like both guys. I think I'm gonna try and uh, get down to them and then play and then play some chase too. I think that uh, you know, Chase last week, if Higgins doesn't play, obviously he becomes uh, more popular, which is the problem here. But uh, 30% target rate the last two weeks. Arizona can't stop the pass. We saw it last week. Uh, you know, Ayuk kind of did whatever he wanted to. They didn't have to throw a ton, but he kind of did whatever he wanted to. Um, he still had nine targets last week after the big game. He didn't do a lot with him last week. He's seven for 73. But uh, uh, Higgins doesn't play. I think Chase is. Uh, Chase is clearly the guy for me in that range, but I'm going to drop down and play both the wide receiver twos also. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how does Burrow not force feed Chase with Higgins out? And after, yeah. you know, Chase making those comments, you know, after the game, I'm always open, you know. <laughs> That, that's, that was great. Like, yeah. I just how how does Burrow not 
just force it to him. I yeah, I can't. That see was uh, that was so great, like peak diva mm-hmm. wide receiver right there. I love that. <laughs> that was great. That was um, great. <laughs> before we get into the range, it's a weird week this week because there's like nobody between fifty six hundred and sixty nine hundred. It's a very strange. Like usually we have a lot of guys in there. It's kind of a dead range. But one guy I wanted to mention before we jump down, uh, Chris Olave is sixty nine hundred. Uh, brutal week last week. David Carr, Derek. I always call him David. Derek Carr killed him. Uh, six targets. He had one catch or four yards. The three weeks prior, he had 10, 11, 11 targets. Um, New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, uh, they throw a lot to Olave in man coverage with New England plays a lot. You can kind of talk yourself into it. He's 6,900. Uh, do you think you can get to Olave at all this week? Do you think anybody plays him off the, off the bust game? No, I don't think anybody plays him. So I guess, so that's the reason. Uh, I can't get there because – yeah, no, I can't get there because I'll just go to I want, Derek Carr's Derek Carr's throwing in the ball. That's part of it. Um, part of it is I want some Garrett Wilson for 6K, and that's close enough. The other part okay. is um, I think Kamara back can't be great. I, I don't know. Uh, just if Kamara, he's not going to get 13 targets again. But then there's this other thing of Belichick trying to take away the other team's top weapon, you know, classic Belichick yeah. stuff. Although um, Christian, Gonzalez, Christian Gonzalez, who would have covered him, is out. So that helps yeah, a little bit. But Good point. My problem with Olave is just, I just think I'd go up to Devontae and Waddle. I just think that if I have that range, I'm going to find an extra few bucks. I like Devontae and Waddle uh, a significant amount more. While I think Olave is interesting as a, you know, off the bad week, uh, maybe uh, maybe squeaky wheel gets a bunch of targets. I just think I like the two guys above him too much. Yeah, I agree. You mentioned uh, Garrett Wilson, so that's kind of the top of the next range. That's 6,000. Uh, what are you doing in this mid-range? Because there's a lot of names, but it's not like quite the obvious ones we've had. We've had the last couple weeks, we had some really obvious ones stick out. And like Amari Cooper jumps in my head that was like, why is he 5,900? And it was, it, was, it was really easy there. But this is a tougher range this week. There's a lot of names in here. Uh, you mentioned Garrett Wilson. You know, obviously, talent for 6,000 is really good. Who knows what we get in that offense? But uh, a lot of targets last week. We've got some like Nico Collins down here, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison off the goose egg for Minnesota, uh, George Pickens, Thielen. We mentioned Marquise Brown. This range has some options, but what are you doing in this uh, like five to six range? What uh, who do you like in here? I think I'm just gonna play Hollywood. Um, you know, I know he's gonna, he's gonna be pretty popular, relatively popular. He projects well and he's cheap, but uh, it just goes with my Bengals players. And then these other guys like, you know, Pickens, I'm, I'm not going to play Pickens with Trubisky. I'm not going to play Thielen priced up with Bryce Young. Addison, I think it is interesting if you're on that game and maybe want some leverage off of Jefferson or you, you stack Addison, Jefferson and Cousins. Uh, and everybody tough. freaked out about the no catches last week. They threw the ball 19 times. Like he only right. had one target. It was just a down game. But man, I think Cousins was 44, 44 and 50 attempts and then 19. Like, I think we can we can throw that game away. That ain't happening against the Chiefs this week. Nope, I agree. He and so yeah, Addison would be the one I guess I would want to play if I besides Hollywood and besides Garrett Wilson. Uh, I don't know anyone in this range for you. The only other guy that uh, that I do like is uh, is Zay Flowers. Um, I think that uh, you know another game last week where similar to Minnesota, Baltimore just didn't throw the ball at all last week. I think, I think Lamar had 19 attempts too, if, I'm, if I remember that. Yeah, he was 15 and 19. Um, but he ran a route on ni- 91% of their dropbacks. Um, the Steelers have allowed a lot of yards per target to wide receivers. Um, Brandon Ayuk, Devontae Adams, and Nico Collins have over 125 yards in the Steelers. Like They've been really struggling against wide receivers. Some big, big games there. Not only 100 yards, but over 125. Um, his targets have been up and down, 10-5, 10-4, kind of based on what they need. 
Um, I love the talent. I like the price here. I just worry how much Baltimore has to throw the ball. So that'd be my one concern there. Uh, but he's the guy in here that I that I can see playing at the price. Um, what about uh, super cheap wide receivers under five thousand? Uh, there's a, there's a lot of names down here, especially a couple names in the three thousands. But what are you doing uh, cheaply? I think that we've mentioned Tyler Boyd. He's forty five hundred. Uh, no Higgins would obviously make him. Uh, pretty popular. He's uh, over twenty percent target rate with, without Higgins on the field. Um, he's forty five hundred. Are you playing him? What else are you doing in the in the cheap range here? Yeah, my bad, Scott. I, d- I did respond to you, but I was on mute. Uh, oh. So so <laughs> I figured you're I figured you're out yeah. fully on Zay. No, no, as, as a, no, no. As, a, as, a, as a human being. No, I said it makes a lot of sense. I didn't mean to leave you hanging, but I uh, I was on mute. Uh, anyways, <laughs> no worries. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's go cheap, guys. Anyway, uh, boys, forty five hundred. Who else do you like down here? Uh, you know, we've, we've mentioned Wandale a few times, so just start so all you, the way he's at the three, bottom. He's 3000. Are you, are you just playing him this week? Like uh, cash game? Is he like an easy, just throw in there and you use that. You pick that spot. He's got, uh, hit six targets last week. Great game script at Miami. Um, are you just playing him and not worrying about the, the rest of it at 3000? Yeah, I think, I think I am in cash yeah. games. Um, and even though there is some risk, um, that is mitigated if everyone else is playing him also in, right. in cash games. And that's sort of what it looks like. You know, not everyone, obviously, but he's going to be very popular. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that in cash games. I think he's probably a fine fade in tournaments. But, you know, you can play him in tournaments too. If you're playing some Dolphins, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway. They're going to have to throw the ball the whole second half, right? Like there's no way that they hold Miami to 20 points. Like it's just right. Miami's going to have 30-plus 30, 30 plus points. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot. And he's on the field at 3,000. He's obviously a talented guy too. Like it just kind of all works out really well. I hate I hate the obvious 3,000 because they never really work, but I think I'm just doing it this week with Wondell. You're right. They do bust quite often. They do. Um, these yeah, they're <laughs> 3,000 for a reason, and they, they usually bust. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mentioned Tyler Boyd because I think he would be one of the more popular if Higgins is out. I think it's a guy that I can go either way on when he's going to be pot. You know, I like the Bengals, so I think it makes sense to play him. But I also I also think it would make sense to fade him if he's going to be the most popular in that 4K range. Um, but yeah, he looks good w- with Higgins out. Um, other guys, there's a few other guys in here. Um, have some interest in Michael Wilson in that same game, two touchdowns last week. Yep. Uh, I mentioned I, I would have interest in Jamison Williams if St. Brown ended up being out just because what is, uh, what's his price 4k. Okay. Just because he's 4k. And also because I think people would be still scared to play him and rightfully so, but uh, I don't mind gambling there. Uh, if, the other, uh, if, if Amon Ross sits, how, how popular is Josh Reynolds at 4,200? Oh yeah. That, yeah. Good, good point. Um, more popular and a better play than Boyd. That's for sure. I was sure. going to say more popular um, than Boyd was, was my question sure, for you. But for sure. Right. Yeah. Like I give me Josh Reynolds and he would be basically lock in cash games. If, if St. Brown ended up being out. Yeah. Uh, last guy I'll mention is uh, Darius Slayton. Uh, just because Wandale is going to be the chalk and yeah. I can't really make a case of for any other giants wide receiver. I'm just going to mention Slayton because he's played the most snaps out of all of them in the last two weeks. And, you know, he, we still know him as a deep threat. Uh, I don't know. What, what, what do you think about this cheap range? Man, I love. Oh, I sorry. Love- I had one more. Sorry. Yeah, go, uh, go for it. But first, before you yeah. say that, I, I love, I love the Slayton idea. 
Okay, good. I, I didn't. Yeah, I thought he's forty. Might. He's forty one hundred. No one is going to pay a thousand dollars more than Wandale for him. He played sixty six snaps last week. Right. Yeah, and like you said, they're going to have to be throwing. Why can't he catch a deep touchdown? He's going to be uh, so much less popular than Wandale. I more expensive, and everyone wants one. That's a really good call. I really like that one. That's uh, that's my favorite call so far. I like that. Thanks. Uh, the last guy I'll mention is. You know, when I was considering chief stacks, what I would do if I was going to play Mahomes, I think maybe Rasheed Rice, you, yep. you could take a chance on. He's been playing more uh, and he's very cheap at 3,600. So there were there were three names I had uh, stored up uh, after you mentioned Slayton that I was going to do. White, Rice is one of them. Man, I guess it's just a cheap part of this game is kind of what it comes down to. But he does have 12 targets the last two weeks. Among their receivers, I think he's the only guy that I would probably uh, – you know, suck up and play. He's 3,600. He hasn't topped 60 yards, but you're pretty much going for a cheap part of the highest total game with the, with the best quarterback in football. Like, I think that that's uh, – it could be a smart way to go. Um, the other names in here, uh, just a little bit higher around Boyd and Reynolds. Um, if Higgins doesn't play and Amaro doesn't play, a lot of people can have Reynolds and Boyd. I think that Tank Dell is still interesting. That he's 4,800. I know he busted last week. You mentioned earlier we kind of like the guys off the bust week. Um, Atlanta has played boundary receivers pretty well, but at 4,800, uh, Tank Dell has showed that he has a, a massive ceiling. Um, CJ Strouds looked good. I think that's a pretty good spot, especially if those two guys don't play and Boyd and uh, Reynolds become really expensive. My other guy down here that uh, is kind of a kind of a Hail Mary, but uh, 18 targets last two weeks. Anytime I see a lot of targets for two weeks, uh, two weeks spread for a guy under 4,000, I get interested. Uh, Terrace Marshall in Carolina is uh, 3,600. At Detroit, a spot they're going to have to throw the whole second half. I would probably need John Jonathan Mingo not to play. Uh, he didn't play last week, and Marshall was really involved. But 18 targets last two weeks with a team that's going to have to throw the ball the whole second half at 3,600 in a spot that no one's going to have him. Everybody's going to play Wandale or Michael Wilson or Rasheed Rice. Like I don't think anybody have Marshall. Give me 18 targets. You give me nine targets again. If you just told me he had nine targets, I would play him just without a doubt. 3,600, throwing the ball the whole second half. Um, I do like Terrace Marshall a little bit this week. Wow. Yeah. Me too. I didn't see he caught nine balls last week. If you told me he had nine targets this week. Yeah. Give yeah. me a bunch of Terrace Marshall. Yeah. I mean, at Detroit indoors, fast turf, like I just have to throw the ball. I mean, Detroit's going to score on them. I know, you know, it's just going to happen. Um, so I do, uh, I do like that, uh, that play, but uh, for a short slate, we've gone a little bit long. There's a lot of interesting plays, but let's talk tight ends. The top of tight end is, is really fascinating to me because we've got, Travis Kelsey is so much more expensive than Mark Andrews. Like Andrews had a good week last week. He scored twice, I believe, 80 yards. Kelsey's 7,600. Hawkins is 6,500. Mark Andrews is 5,500. I was shocked that Andrews didn't go back up in the mid sixes. Yeah, me too. This is one of the, probably the first thing I noticed too. Um, you know, he's, I, he's we, the same price as Darren Waller. Right. Uh, I mean, right. Like how crazy is that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Who's been Darren Waller? Who's been horrendous? I mean, wow. Yeah. They, there should be a 2K gap between them. Um, yeah. You know, of course, Kelsey is fine option, but I'm just not going to get up there on this slate. Um, I, I think it's fine if you want to. No one's going to play Hawkinson. Um, I, I don't mind it. I, I don't mind playing Hawkinson. I, I am with you on Andrews. I think Andrews is a good play. I think I would really like Laporta if St. Brown uh, yeah, was out. Me too. Um, yeah, Just, I don't know. He, he, Laporta looks the part too. Like he's really involved. Um, they're probably going to run the ball a lot. I probably need Amaro not to play to play him at five thousand. But if Amaro doesn't play, I think he's a he's a he's a, a full green go at that point. 
Yeah, uh, me too. And I think it, it hinges on that for me, you know. Me too. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, below that, yeah, I don't find, know. Find, find me a cheap tight end. I, I usually can find two or three down here. Uh, I had issue finding cheap tight ends this week. Me too. I think it's about the worst I can remember. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'm with you. Usually you can find one or two that you're pretty comfortable playing. I don't know that I see – any like again i mentioned zach Ertz for cash games i mean he saw 10 targets again six catches again you know that can't be, can't can't be, be that he dro- bad can't be he dropped that touchdown last week right. to, cover, to cover the spread and it'd be good for dfs so yeah he could have had a monster game and yeah. had he caught that touchdown i think you'd see him a little more popular this week and he would be he, he would have been 70 and like 68 yards in a touchdown last week i think it was like a 15 mm-hmm. yard it was like right near the end it was like a 15 yard catch and he'd been right in his hands he catches that 98 percent of the time you're right. If he had caught that, he'd be. He might even. They might not be at 3,500 anymore, but he'd be really popular. You know, he's second in the in the NFL in tight end targets to to TJ Hawkinson. Oh, wow. So yeah, you know, it's no wonder then that that Ertz stands out in the 3K range as far as projections. Yeah. I mean, he's projecting the best in that range by a lot. I don't know. Other guys like Kyle Pitts is all the way down to 3,300. Can, can you believe Kyle Pitts is 30? I, I had just had a note here. Just to, I can't believe that Kyle Pitts 3,300. Arthur Smith has ruined him. Yeah, you know, I, I know I can't believe it either. And I was shocked to see Janu Smith's involvement. Um, yeah, he's twenty. By the way, he's twenty nine hundred. He has six, eight, and six targets last three weeks. I, it's just it's unbelievable. Yeah. What what, um, are, we, what are we doing? It's like, is, you could be like, oh, they don't throw a tight end, so Kyle puts his block, whatever. But Janu Smith has twenty targets last three weeks. Like, I mean, what is going on, right? <laughs> no like, idea. Um, one guy I don't. I wouldn't mind going back to Okonkwo if Burks is out again. Um, I know he hasn't done it yet, but the guy's got talent and he's cheap. And I don't know. You figure he's going to score sooner or later. I don't know, though. Like, no, I'm going to mention someone. You tell me if it's just a complete no. But, you know, Fryer moves out. So they have this rookie Washington starting for for 2,500. I guess he – He's a third rounder from, from Georgia or something, six foot seven. I, I don't know. I don't know. Who, who, who do you like in the cheap tight ends? He's, he's, he's six, seven, two sixty five. And it's funny. You mentioned Darnell Washington. Cause he had some plays at Georgia last year. We were like, who the hell is this guy? Like this guy is a freak athlete. And they have, the problem is Georgia had Brock Bowers. Who's the best tight end in the country. Like going to be a high draft pick this year. Uh, yeah. Darnell Washington. Like who knows what Pittsburgh does or, but uh athletically and size wise, the guy is a beast. Like I 2,500, you could do a lot worse and just toss him in there. And if he has a zero, he has a zero, but um, you could, you could see turning on the game Sunday. Like, Oh, this guy, you some, a couple of highlights, this guy running over people, but uh, yeah, I could see that. Um, Tyler Conklin's okay down here at 3,200, mm-hmm. but like, how do I get excited about that? I probably just play Zach Ertz. Um, it's kind of Ertz for me or it's Higby. If cup does not play. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm in on Higby if Cup wasn't going to play. I mean, this is going to be... You mentioned earlier, I think Cup's going to play, but like if he mm-hmm. if he's inactive and like, well, we're going to wait a week, 4,100 for Higby in that game, I think it'd be a pretty... He had 11 targets last week. Yep, totally agree. Um, this is going to be gross, but, you know, instead of playing Boyd, I could get myself to play one or two Irv Smith. You know, Burrow, uh, Chase, and Irv Smith coming back after two games out. I mean, why not? Like, you just need to catch a touchdown. That's pretty gross. Yeah, that's gross. I know. <laughs> you, you preface it with gross. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's pretty gross. Uh, yeah, tight end is a itchy spot. I think it's going to be, for me, it's going to be Andrews. Or if I pay down, it's going to be, um, yeah, probably Ertz or Higby. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I can see 
I can see Darnell Washington. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at a little more. I want to read some some stuff. I he's I assume he's definitely the guy, right? Like he's with Fryer without yeah, it, it seems it, like he's their guy, I, right? Yeah, uh, Cameron Hayward's going to play a little too, but Washington's starting. So, you know, probably Washington and Hayward. And I don't think Hayward, he's not much of a receiving tight end either. He, 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 I mean, I Con- Connor Hayward. Connor, sorry, sorry, yeah. If Connor. Cameron Hayward's playing tight end, the Steelers are really in a lot of trouble. Sorry, Connor Hayward, yeah. <laughs> Connor Hayward's a six-rounder from Michigan State. I admit I know nothing about Connor Hayward. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Maybe I'll have to dig into that situation yeah. a little more. Uh, defenses. We hit a good one last week with Carolina. That early touchdown was, was pretty sweet. Um, what do you do at defense this week? I, I don't, I didn't see an obvious, like cheaper one I'm going to go to, but, uh, you know, I think the Ravens are kind of the top D, but they're 4,200 against uh, Trubisky. The lions are interesting. They're playing Carolina. That's always a good spot. They're 3,800. What, uh, what do you do at defense this week? I think it's Titans in cash. Just you know, right. looking for these cheap defenses. And that was the Titans. only one. It was only one or three thousand I had written down on my sheet here. Yeah, and I still think you can target Anthony Richardson. You know, he he's going to turn the ball over. Still, at least I think so with the amount that he runs, and you know, he, he's still not necessarily a polished passer. So yeah, I, I don't mind the Titans against a rookie quarterback. Um, but yeah, other than that. Not much I like in this cheap range. I guess you could make an argument for the Steelers. Um, I don't know, Scott. I don't have. I was gonna I, say. I, like, I was gonna say. Good luck making that argument. Yeah, I mean, you know, they have they have uh, what you know. Yeah. Uh, that that's the argument. Yeah, um, Lamar can, and it's the lowest total on the board, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's, you know they're at home, uh, so you know, whatever, maybe Calvin Austin runs a punt back and you get a defensive touchdown. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, I like some of these expensive options, I guess, in the same way anybody would the dolphins, the Ravens. Yeah. I don't know. Like who who stands out for you? Uh, So I had, I had Tennessee highlighted down in the super cheap range and, you know, they get sacks and he gives up sacks. Like that's usually a pretty good formula right there. Uh, The one I really like is 3,100. I like the Patriots a lot this week Uh, against Mm -hmm. new Orleans. uh, The saints have allowed, three four four and four sacks over the first four games of the year that's 15 sacks uh you know new england can get after the quarterback i know that they're i know they're injured in the back end which uh which sucks you like you know christian gonzalez back there to make a play sort of thing but uh i think Derek carr's bad i don't like the saints offense i think that uh belichick's gonna be pissed worst uh loss last week i think new england's gonna be pretty motivated this week at home uh against the saints who i don't uh, don't love as an offense i like new england a lot at 300 kind of in that mid-range I think people are going to go uh, down to Tennessee or up to Miami or Detroit. I like uh, New England sliding through at 3,100. I think that uh, they make a couple big plays. Yeah, great call. I'm, I'm in on them for sure. Yeah. So other than that, I mean, I think the other side of that game is okay. You can play the Saints. I mean, Mac Jones looked horrible last week. And, like, kind of looked like he was giving up in the third quarter, like throwing the ball across his body. And then, like, you could tell he, like, knew he made a mistake and then did it again, like, three plays later. It was so strange. Like, usually your quarterback does that. And like, oh, crap, that was a really bad idea. And they don't do it again the rest of the game. He did it, like, right away for a, for a pick. I just – I don't know. He looked horrible last week. Uh, so, I don't know what we're going to get on Mac Jones. Maybe they bench him again. But, uh, yeah, the Saints defense could get after him pretty good, too. I think that either per either, – either defense in that game – would probably be my two favorites in the middle. I'm going to play uh, probably play both those teams. Yep, I'm with you. Beautiful. Anything else uh, on your mind? I feel like for a short slate, we dug in pretty well. There's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting games here. Nothing that really sticks out as the clear one, which kind of makes it fun. But uh, anything else on your mind here in Week Five of the NFL? Uh, nope. I think we covered 
pretty much everything. I mean, keep an eye on the injury news. That's going to really yeah. be important for especially, this. Slate. Especially Amon Ra. I mean, I think we know. I think we don't think T. Higgins going to play. But yeah, there's a couple injury spots in there. Uh, last question for you, just because we're doing it in the chat. Would you would you pick up Keaton Mitchell or Jeff Wilson Jr.? I would pick up Keaton Mitchell before Jeff Wilson Jr. myself. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I just he Wilson's third right now. Gonna even if they gets he gets carries gonna timeshare. I think Keaton Mitchell in the Baltimore backfield could uh I know he's coming off the IR, but someone that uh you know actually has some real upside where I don't think really Jeff Wilson does. Yeah, and I uh, yeah, I was it seems like Wilson might not even be activated yet. Like yeah. I don't I uh they're still pretty worried about his health from the last thing that I saw. I, if it I was uh if it was just Mostert, I could see that, but with, with A Chan looking awesome, I just I am not I'm not interested very much in him. Yeah, w- Wilson would need an injury um to, For to be sure. viable. To be an injury to then be in a timeshare too. Like it's just right. yeah, so Cool. All right. Well, thank you everybody for uh, for listening to the uh, Roadwire Fantasy Football Podcast. We greatly appreciate it. We appreciate all the comments in the chat. It was a busy chat today. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening, watching, whatever you may be doing. We uh, we, we we love that. Uh, if you want to follow Ryan on Twitter? He's at Ryan Balangi B E L O N G I A. I can always spell that name. Uh, I am at Scott Jenstad J E N S T A D. Uh, other than that, hope everybody has a really good uh, DFS Week Five. Hopefully, we uh, keep keep it rolling here. We'll be back at you next Friday morning for week six. Everybody have a a really good weekend and take care. Thanks, Scott. Good luck, everybody.